Welcome back to The Daily Poem. I'm David Kern, and today is Tuesday, November 30th, 2021. Hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving after a brief break from the podcast uh, to celebrate and relax and enjoy the holiday with family. We are back, and we'll have four poems this week, it being Tuesday today, and then I'll keep going, and then we'll have a couple days off for Christmas as well, although we will definitely uh, dive into some Christmas and Advent-themed poems uh, as, we, as we do every year. Maybe even a few repeats from previous years, just because they're so good. But on today's episode, the poem is by William Blake. His birthday was November 28th, so it seemed appropriate to do one here on November 30th that was written by him. This is called The Garden of Love. It was part of his collection called Songs of Experience, which I will have something more to say about in just a second. Of course, William Blake lived from 1757 to 1827. He was a poet and a painter and a printmaker and is certainly one of the most important poets um, of the Romantic Age. So this is his poem, The Garden of Love. I went to the Garden of Love and saw what I had never seen. A chapel was built in the midst where I used to play on the green. And the gates of this chapel were shut, and thou shalt not read over the door. So I turned to the garden of love that so many sweet flowers bore. And I saw it was filled with graves and tombstones where flowers should be, and priests in black gowns were walking their rounds, and binding with briars my joys and desires. Blake is one of those fascinating figures who is known perhaps more for his um, oddities than perhaps even you know for his work. He wrote Tiger, Tiger, but you know a lot of people probably know that poem without knowing who he is. But when you hear about the name William Blake, you might think of his sort of idiosyncrasies and eccentricities. And, and yet for all that, when you combine his poetry and his visual art, his painting and printmaking and so forth, he's one of the most essential people of the last few hundred years. Jonathan Jones, who is a 20th, uh, 21st century critic, he called Blake far and away the greatest artist Britain has ever produced. And in 2002, the BBC did a poll of the 100 greatest Britons, and they had him at 38. So that goes to show just how, how he's thought of, despite the fact that like many, many poets from his era, he wasn't mm, particularly well known during his actual life. He was certainly viewed as very idiosyncratic and strange, and he had a lot of um, odd views for example, if you look at his Wikipedia page, it points out that he was, quote, a committed Christian who was hostile to the Church of England. And I think in some ways that is showing up here in this poem, which is one of his more famous ones, so it made sense to do to recognize his birthday. He creates here a dichotomy between the garden of love and the chapel, between the church and the garden. He even seems to be suggesting then that love stands outside of the garden. The gates to the chapel are shut, he says, and there's a big sign that says, thou shalt not, alluding, of course, to the Ten Commandments, but also to entry. So he says, I, I didn't go in. I wasn't invited, so I didn't go in. I went to the garden where so many sweet flowers were. It bore so many sweet flowers. When he walked in, 
he saw that it was filled with graves and there were tombstones where all those beautiful flowers should be and there were priests in there, dark clothed, walking about in circles, binding with briars, my joys and desires, he says. And then the poem ends. <laughs> it, it feels abrupt to me when this poem ends because it leaves you with more questions than answers as many great poems do. It leaves you wanting more. And again, as with many great poets, it kind of points you towards the rest of his work because you want to start seeing how different poems by a, by a poet work in connection to one another. So is there a poem, for example, that responds to this? If you want to do a William Blake deep dive, that would be a fascinating thing to do, to, to see what other other companion poems to I Went to the Garden of Love. For a romantic poet, it's not surprising that he would emphasize the wonders of nature. And yet here, this seems to be a, a pretty clear criticism of the church, which is, he seems to be saying, overwhelming that beauty of nature. It seems to be demystifying, de-beautifying nature. So the church, on the one hand, doesn't let you in, and yet on the other hand, also destroys the garden. So in Blake, we have someone who had a deep spiritual life, who believed in mysticism, and yet was a cynic about the church. So it seemed like an appropriate poem to read on his birthday because it, it asks a lot of questions, a lot of challenging questions, and um, leaves a lot to contemplate. So once more, here is William Blake's The Garden of Love. I went to the Garden of Love and saw what I had never seen. A chapel was built in the midst where I used to play on the green. And the gates of this chapel were shut. And thou shalt not read over the door. So I turned to the garden of love that so many sweet flowers bore. And I saw it was filled with graves and tombstones where flowers should be. And priests in black gowns were walking their rounds and binding with briars my joys and desires. This has been The Daily Poem. Post-production is by Logan Green. I'm David Kern, and we will be back with another poem for you tomorrow. <laughs>